Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen, high-performance business strategist, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, podcast host right here on Success Hackers. It's on Success Hackers that we are all about empowering you our entrepreneurial audience, to help you take your business to entirely new heights. How do we do that? By interviewing some of the most talented, successful entrepreneurs on the planet and then having them share their success strategies and hacks with us. For all you loyal Hacker Nation listeners, you know I love you guys. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show. Spread the word on social media. Subscribe to the show. I see you guys. So again, thank you so much. It's because of you we continue to impact and empower people all over the world with this podcast here on Success Hackers. If you haven't yet listened to the last episode, make sure to go back because we had Bob Berg on the show. And Bob actually shared reasons why some people have a hard time selling their products and services while others are actually making it look very easy with his three easy step approach to being able to sell more products and more services. So make sure to check out my interview with Bob. Also, remember to stay all the way till the end. I have something very special that I want to share with all of you. Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. We're about to chat with someone who is going to share with us how to become a world-class communicator in everything we do. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Tony Alessandra. Tony, are you ready to rock? I am absolutely ready. Let's yes. get into it. Yes, Tony Alessandra is the CEO of Assessments 24-7 LLC, a company that offers a variety of online assessments, including the widely used DISC profile, the Hartman Assessment, and several 360 effectiveness assessments. Tony helps companies turn prospects into promoters. His focus is on how to create instant rapport with prospects, employees, and vendors, and how to convert prospects and customers into business apostles who will preach the gospel about your company and products. In addition, Tony has published over 30 books and, check this out, gang, was voted the number one world's top communication guru. Wow! Tony Alessandro, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you on the show. Well, thank you, Scott. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely, absolutely. So, number one world's top communication guru. That's a pretty awesome title. How did you get that moniker? Uh, you know, it. all of a sudden, there was this uh, voting around the world, and uh, I just came out number one. I don't know how. Uh, all of a sudden, one day, they said, hey, you're number one. You know, I didn't even know they were doing that. <laughs> So now do you get treated differently at home because of that? No, no, still. <laughs> Tony, take out the garbage. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, congrats on that, however that happened. So anything number one world top of anything is pretty awesome. So on behalf of all the Hacker Nation community, Tony, welcome to that, uh, and congratulations on it. Thank you. Thank you. So I gave our Hacker Nation uh, community, Tony, just a little information about you, but would love for you to share a little bit more about you and your business. Well, 
I was a university professor teaching sales and marketing strategy at the undergraduate and graduate level uh, through the 70s. Mm. In, in 1979, January 79, I left teaching uh, to become a full-time professional keynote speaker. Did that uh, really just that for over 20 years. Mm. In 2000, I decided, you know, this travel is killing me. Uh, I need to uh, diversify my business. So I decided to build Assessments 24-7, which is a company that offers a variety of assessments for selection of employees, for uh, talent development, uh, personal development, team building, etc. cetera. Uh, and as that business grew, Scott, I commensurately uh, – cut back on speaking. So here we are now, uh, many years later, and my assessment business is generating more money than even in my best speaking year. And I was averaging, you know, for 20 plus years, over 100 paid speeches a year. Uh, so the assessment business is doing great. I still do about a dozen or so speeches a year, but I don't have to. I just, you know, I pick and choose now. So that's kind of where I got to where I am today. Wow, what a backstory, and uh, and we're going to go into more of that here for sure later on in the uh, in the interview. But you know, we talk a lot on the show about becoming a better overall leader, Tony. Uh, you've been speaking to companies and writing books, like you said, over thirty years on the art of communication. You even taught it. You became a you know a highly paid expert at it as well. When you look at the entrepreneurs, Tony, who are doing it right, what are they doing that separates them from someone who's communicating? to his or her team at a high level that isn't communicating to his or her team at a high level. And in turn, the company doesn't perform at their optimum level because of it. What is someone that's doing it right? What are they doing? And maybe what is someone that's not doing it right? What are they not doing? All right. Well, let's, let's, uh, if I focus on what the, the people are doing it right, it basically is they focus more on their personal power rather than their position power. Hmm. I think that the entrepreneurs that struggle in terms of their managerial or people skills, their relationship skills, is they believe, you know, I'm the boss, I'm the founder, I'm the CEO, and what I say goes. It's almost very much like a a hardcore parental way of management, Uh, whereas uh, a good communicator, uh, a very successful entrepreneur, and I'm not saying that, that people who manage with position power cannot be a successful entrepreneur. It's just that they might not have as much success. Their people may not be totally behind them. Uh, but it's, you know, personal power is where people do things, not because they have to, not because of the carrot or the stick, but because of the way they feel about you and your values and your passion and your leadership. So I think that's one of the key things. Another thing is to involve employees, to have open, regular communication. Uh, for instance, in my company, every Monday morning, we have a 10 a.m. phone call. Everybody's on the call. We use uh, that Zoom video, zoom.us video. So all of us are on the call. We can all see each other, and we talk about what what we accomplished the previous week, because we had set our goals for the previous week, we talk about what we accomplished, what stood in our way that, that, that didn't allow us to accomplish a goal, 
uh, and what are our goals uh, and plans for this upcoming week. And, of course, as one person is talking, another person may say, uh, okay, let me give you a suggestion here. But it's open, regular communication, not just in terms of goals and job responsibilities, but I even update my people on finances. I let them know what's going on in the company, what we're working on, uh, the, the leads and how far along they're, they're coming. So everybody is involved. I also, am, before I make major decisions, and I say me, but but really, let's talk about a, an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur. Uh, I get input from my team I, because I want buy-in. I want them to feel that they had a hand in coming up with the solutions. And I think the, uh, the entrepreneurs that maybe are not as successful or struggle a bit, uh, particularly with employees or with turnover of employees, is that maybe they play their cards too close to the vest. Uh, they don't want to share things uh, with their employees, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of it is just involvement, uh, participation, open, regular communication, uh, a way of resolving conflict. Uh, I find that the best way, you know, let, let, let's take a partnership. I believe that at the beginning of a partnership, the beginning of a marriage even, uh, which is also a partnership in a sense. Yeah. Uh, when you have your rose-colored glasses on, where everybody's so excited about the relationship, there's no issues, that's the best time to talk about how do we deal with conflict when it comes up. Because when conflict comes up and we haven't addressed the issue in advance, it now becomes defensive, it can become uh, bickering, uh, finger-pointing. Uh, so really up front, maybe a conflict-resolving system. So those are just a, a few things, Scott. I don't want to take the whole show up with just one answer. Well, no, I love the way you put it because we've had other leadership gurus and experts uh, that have arguably been seen as the top players in their space like yourself, Tony. And it's so interesting to me because every one of them has shared the exact same value system and belief system that you have. And it's very interesting because a lot of individuals who maybe aren't as secure in their own skin – they feel they have to dominate and they have to um, almost force their will as a position, as you mentioned earlier, uh, from leadership versus letting everybody into the ecosystem, sharing financials, um, not being, not making it where it's the business is their entire life, but they actually let their employees go home at a, at a decent hour and they get all this buy-in and it's amazing. Once you're completely clear and have integrity and you're open about what's happening, what's good and what's not. It's amazing the people that have been on here, they share that they have gotten more from their team when they drop their ego and they they led from a place of servant versus just position. Exactly. Let me, uh, let me ask you this, Tony. Uh, all of us in business have to speak to a potential prospect, whether it's in person, over the phone, over Skype, through video, etc. Maybe give us a tip or two uh, that we need in order for us to be seen by the prospect as a value add versus someone that's just trying to sell them something? Well, I think you have to come across with the attitude, I'm here to help versus I'm here to sell. Uh, the attitude that I'm, I'm customer focused, that I, I really, really want to understand what your expectations are, because that's how I will consistently exceed them. Uh, but early on, I'm always doing information gathering as opposed to selling. Uh, I, I want to let the prospect know 
that, hey, let, let's let's get to know each other a little to even decide whether we should take this any further. Uh, I was working on this big account. It really was a, a huge account for my business. And it took me a while to get even uh, a telephone call with the prospect. And I said to the prospect, look, all I want to do is, is you and I share a little information with each other, uh, you know, as quickly as we need to. And I'm going to let you make the decision after this conversation whether you want to take it to the next step, which is, you know, in, in the, the sales or information gathering process. So, you know, I, I try not to come across as a salesperson, but as a, a consultant, as a helper, uh, and also give them the opportunity to back out if they really feel it's not for them. And, it, it, you know, some people may think that that is a, uh, a strategy, you know, to, to kind of get people to relax so that you can sell them more. But uh, it, it really, it's something that comes from my being. It's not something that's a, a manipulative strategy. Yeah, and we had someone on the uh, the program here a little while back, and their philosophy is exactly your philosophy. It's amazing when you start talking to highly successful people that everybody shares kind of similar belief systems, especially around leadership and sales, which is he mentioned his focus is to give versus to get. Right. You know, focus on giving versus getting in. But if someone's saying, okay, I get that, you know, it's about servant leadership, it's about asking great questions, it's about coming from a place of giving versus getting, but man, I got to eat, I got to put some revenue in the bank. But is there a time when there is such thing as a one call close or do you really believe that massaging that relationship first and then always coming back with a, kind of a second meeting? No, I, I think you, I absolutely make one call closes. Uh, it, it really depends on the individual uh, it depends on their situation. Uh, you know, is it a cold call? Is it a warm call? Is it a referral? There's so many issues that come into play. Uh, uh, many, many phone calls that I'm on, uh, it, it becomes a one call close. Hmm. But, but the bigger the sale, I think, the more complex the sale, the longer it's going to take. You're not right. going to do a one, one call close on it. Yeah, Hacker Nation, wow. I mean, Tony's already, <laughs> Tony's already dropping some nuggets on us. Man, I hope you, everybody is taking notes because this is some world-class stuff when around leadership or around sales for someone that's been doing it for a long time and doing it really at a high level. Tony, you have a best-selling book called The New Art of Managing People. First of all, what is the new art? And how can anyone who's listening who does oversee people become a better, more effective leader? All right. Well, uh, the, well, let's go back to your first question. The new art is only because the first edition of the book was called The Art of Managing People. <laughs> and and what, what we did is we did about a 60% rewrite for the uh, second edition. But rather than call it second edition, we called it The New Art of Managing People. The book has sold well over a quarter of a million copies. And, and the irony is that People who know me know that my background is marketing and sales, and uh, my background is not necessarily in the leadership managerial domain. Uh, but here, here was a book that I wrote with a co-author who is a PhD in, in management, management or behavioral uh, uh, psychology, and uh, that book is my best-selling book. Not a marketing book, not a sales book, not a relationship book or an assessment book, but the, art, the new art of managing people. 
And the whole key there, again, goes into your communication skills. If you look at that book, you will find that probably a good two-thirds of the book deals with one-to-one communication skills, uh, listening, uh, speaking, uh, getting feedback, you know, the whole concept of communication. So uh, we're, we're firm believers that the better the person is at communicating at a real heart-to-heart level, uh, heart-to-heart, head-to-head, doesn't matter, the better manager and leader they're going to be. Yeah, Hacker Nation, make sure to check out that book by Tony, The New Art of Managing People. Check that out. And I'm sure it's it's sold everywhere, right, Tony? Yeah, you can go to Amazon and you'll see it. Okay, great. So, Tony, let's shift gears for a second. We, uh, we love our aha or light bulb moments here on Success Hackers. We've had a lot of successful, esteemed entrepreneurs on the show, and they all said that there was a specific moment that was that pivotal or turnaround moment in their business. Take us back to maybe one moment or an aha moment, we call it, when you knew that your business wasn't just a passion, but an actual viable business that really started making money for you. I'm going to give you two examples. Uh, One will be in the speaking business. When I left academia, I actually was speaking as if I were a college prof. So I was doing okay, but not as as good as I would have liked to have done. And one of the, uh, the, the, Godfathers of speaking, a gentleman named Bill Gove, the late sure. Bill Gove, he took me to the side and it was either 82 or 83. So I was probably three years into the uh, speaking business and he uh, got me in one of these little loving headlocks and he said, Tony, Tony, you're a New York City Italian off stage. You're playful. You're mischievous. You're funny. But on stage, you're trying to be like a, a college professor. He said, that's not you. You need to let more of you come out on stage. So as soon as I got permission, so to speak, to do that, uh, my career literally took off and skyrocketed. skyrocketed. Within two or three years, wow. I, I, I was uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh that God. was a major, major turning point. Another major turning point in that business was in 86 – when I was the second person in our industry, the National Speakers Association, to do a video demo. Up to that point, everybody had audio demos. But again, because I, I'm a New York Italian, because I'm very visual, uh, you couldn't see that on an audio demo. So as soon as I saw a video demo, I said, wow, this is the future. I jumped on it. And another, I mean, turbocharge to my business. So mm. One of the things that, uh, you know, in, in some of your other interviews, you talk about, you ask people, uh, talk about some time when you failed. Well, uh, people typically only see my successes. They do not see my failures, which are many, many more than my successes. I'm like a batter. I get up to bat. Do you realize that a batter could make the Hall of Fame? Uh, in, in baseball just by getting one hit every three at bats. So, you know, I try a lot of things and many of them fail, but some of them succeed. Uh, you know, it, it, the people who are afraid of even trying uh, are the ones who are really losing out. You know, I think failure is just one step closer to success. You know, the whole Thomas Edison 
concept, how many times he tried things and failed, but always was upbeat about it because he knew I found another way it doesn't work, so I'm one step closer to how it does work. I am so glad that you said that because we as a society, we as human beings, we are conditioned as young individuals to never fail because in fail in school, failure is an F and failure is very bad. So we try to get the best grades and then we get into the best schools and then we get the best jobs and we try to hit our numbers, et cetera, et cetera. But then, then we switch gears and we become entrepreneurs and then we hear this philosophy like, We've been ingrained to succeed or never fail for years. Now we're on this entrepreneurial journey and all the successful entrepreneurs say we need to fail our way forward to success. And I'm so glad that you put it that way because even for me, Tony, I went from the uh, traditional corporate space and then a few years back I started my coaching company and speaking and podcasting, yada, yada, yada. And I had a hard time with this thing called failure. And I'm a baseball player, so this resonates very well with me, which is, again, Hacker Nation. What Tony said was one of the, one of the more important things he said all day today, which was failure way. Learn from it, obviously, but if you're a batter and out of 10 times that you get up at the plate, if you get a hit three out of 10 times, you're in the Hall of Fame. That's what's, right. What's the takeaway? Failure way. Go out and swing the bat, and it's okay if you have your down days or your down moments or your down weeks. That means you're one step closer to growing and getting out of your comfort zone so that you're expanding yourself in a different way that you've never been used to. Is that what I'm hearing, Tony? Absolutely. All right, Tony, as you know, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help them grow themselves and their business. So, Mr. Tony Alessandro, what's one success hack, or maybe two if you feel like sharing two, that you can share that will allow our Hacker Nation to communicate more effectively to their overall team, to their prospects, to their clients, etc. All right. Well, because you did it, you, you, you stated it that way, I'm going to say to become a better listener. More, more than even a better talker, become a better listener. When I talk, I only know what I know. But when I listen, I not only know what I know, now I know what you know. So listening is power. Uh, you know, so if, if there's one key thing uh, to be a better manager and leader, I would say become a better listener. But if there is one key thing to become a better entrepreneur uh, other than listening, I would say it's focus. I think too often people try to do too many things, be too many things, uh, and, and I believe we need to focus. Get really good at one or two things, preferably one thing, and become the best you can at it. Yeah, that's such a great piece of philosophy. And a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we have a lot, you know, this entrepreneurial ADD, shiny object syndromes, you know, sexy new things pop up every three months and we want to go over there and then we want to go over there. You know, and, and everybody that's come on here, Tony, just like you, it's, it's so, so, so profound, which is master, really master something. Whether it takes you a year, three, five years, master that, become well-known in that area. And then if you choose to expand into another area and do another vertical, maybe do that. But, I mean, Tony's the perfect example. He mastered mastered the world of speaking and then that opened up a lot of doors for him to go different directions 
Tony, we are now going to enter the randomness round. But before we do, I just want to remind all the listeners to stay till the very end of the show because I have something that I want to bring to your attention. All right, Tony, we are now entering the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the Success Hackers version of the hot seats. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Tony Alessandra, are you ready for the randomness round? Let's go. Best advice you've ever received. Best advice, start doing crossword puzzles. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Oh, that's easy. I take short breaks, several short breaks during the day to sit down even for five minutes and talk to my wife. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 25-year-old self? I know exactly what it was. You know, this is, the, this is the ironic. I am in the assessment business today. This is what I sell. This is what I preach. When I was 25 years old, I actually took an assessment. It was the first one I... Uh, Basically, the first one I took, a real honest-to-goodness business assessment. It was called the Strong Vocational. It, it tells you what occupation you should go in. Yep. Now, I was 25 years old. I looked at the results, and, of course, number two and three were pretty obvious. Number two and three said I should go into sales and marketing slash merchandising. That I agreed with. Number one, I said this test missed the mark, and I put it away not to look at it for another 20 years. And when I was going through my files, uh, I was scanning my files to, to uh, uh, you know, digitize them. I came across that test. So here I was, 45 years old. Uh, I look at this test that I took when I was 25. Guess what it said for number one? Speaker? I should, I should be a public speaker. <laughs> Back then, it wasn't in my frame of reference, but imagine if I followed that. (laughs) So, That's fantastic. I love it. I love it. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed to your success, Tony? I would say it's drive, it's focus, and probably uh, uh, practicing what my mother always preached to me. And that was, she'd always say, Anthony, go the extra inch. Now, now, listen to this, Scott. She said, you know, a mile's too far, but, but if you go an extra inch every day, eventually you'll go an extra mile. So she said, every day, learn one new word, give one more compliment, do one more push-up or sit-up. Uh, you know, in every aspect of your life, just go an extra inch. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I, I hinted to it earlier, and that is... Growing up in in New York City, in Manhattan, uh, in the projects, and then in, in Brooklyn, uh, I was a street fighter. Uh, and I got in more fights fighting to help an underdog, mm. you know, somebody who was being picked on, than, than anything else. Uh, but, but that really is uh, probably my hidden talent, uh, a real fist fighter. Back then, of course, they didn't have that uh, that ultimate fighting, you know, in the cages. <laughs> but I'll tell you, if they had it back then, I might have done it. What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your overall life or business? Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. 
If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community, Tony, what would that be? Well, I do a lot of every day. I do at least one tweet and uh, one post on LinkedIn. So I would say, uh, from a business perspective, again, we're talking about entrepreneurs here. So from a business perspective, I would say LinkedIn. I actually get business from LinkedIn. So that would be the one social tool I would say uh, is is the best one. Mm. Tony, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much, Tony, for your time and sharing these incredible success strategies and hacks with our Hacker Nation community. Where can our listeners find out all about you and your business and everything that you got going on? All right, I'll give you two ways that you can do that. One is go to my personal website, which obviously is www.alessandra.com. That's A-L-E-S-S-A-N-D-R-A. So it starts with an A, ends with an A, one L, two S's. So www.alessandra.com. The other is my business, my assessment business, which again is www.assessments, A-S-S-E-S-S-M-E-N-T-S, 24x7.com. So it's basically assessments 24 by 7com So those are two ways, Scott, that they can uh, get in touch with me and, and find out a little bit more about who I am and what I do. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode. Show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Tony, along with some other really cool brand new resources we have on the site. Oh, and when you're on the site, don't forget to subscribe so that you get all the latest and greatest new episodes. Before we end the show today, I wanted to make you all aware of something really special. Besides being the creator and host of Success Hackers, I'm also a business strategist. And after years of working with small to mid-sized business owners, I've learned that there are five specific areas in every business where there is a treasure trove of untapped revenue and profits. For whatever reason, 99% of all business owners know nothing about them, and they're missing a huge gold mine because of it. Well, after I discovered how bad this is, I now perform what I call 40-minute business makeovers, where I can guarantee to help any small business owner find at least $10,000 in their existing business in less than 40 minutes without them spending one cent on marketing or advertising. Well, listen, gang, now I want to make this available to you, my loyal Hacker Nation listeners, completely complimentary, but we only have a handful of spots available. So if you want more information on this 40-minute business makeover, head over to 40minutemakeover.com. That's F-O-R-T-Y, minutemakeover.com. That's 40minutemakeover.com for additional information on how you can take advantage of this. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.